0: Hello there, everyone. Uh, welcome to the A Conversation series on the Sound of a podcast. So this is the standalone season series where we explore the lives, journeys, and celebrate the success of individuals from a Ghanaian heritage or interest in short and sweet episodes. Um, today, I'm joined with Carlita, who is the founder of Afri Plus Tech. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yes, Go that's ahead. right.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. It's always got to make sure I get the fine details, you know, all correct. Um, well, thank you for coming on, Kalita. How are you doing?
1: Great. Great. I'm here back in Canada. and doing well. Thank
0: Is it nice you. nice and cold? <laughs> nice and brisk? Is <laughs> it heating up?
1: You know what? It's actually warmer than usual. We've hit some record warmness uh, since <laughs> since I've been back. So I brought back the sun from Ghana, I think.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Must be a little bit of climate change happening over there. Um, yeah. Canada. Canada. The thing about Canada, whenever I'm, I'm over there, it's usually very hot summers, very cold winters, and yeah. I wouldn't to be part of the winter. It's just too much for me. You know, getting lost it's in the snow. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> just Keep me here in Ghana. That's it. Just keep me here. That's so,
1: right.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah. Um. Well, thank you for having, not having. Sorry. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I believe I just kind of, I think just as I kind of found out about you, I think I just missed you more or less. You were just kind of getting ready to head back to um, Canada, but whilst you were here in Ghana, I think you you did quite a bit in terms of you know like going on media tours and things like that. Um, for those for, for those people that don't know who you are and what you do, just give just give the the listeners just a quick sixty second elevator pitch in terms of what Carlita does and who she is.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Adrian. So I'm Carlita Cash. Uh, I have a business called Afri Tech. Um, so those of you who don't know, like you said, Afri Plus Tech. Um, so what I do, I'm just a crypto enthusiast, um, crypto educator. I love to come to Africa, specifically Ghana, and teach people how to utilize uh, blockchain technology, cryptocurrency, and build a generational wealth. Mm -hmm. So I'm back here in Canada. So I'm trying to merge the gap between North America and Africa and, um, you know, yeah, help uh, help Africans get into this new world of, of decentralization, essentially.
0: Absolutely. I mean, this is where you know, everything is going these days. Um, and, you know, yeah. it's something very important. I feel like there is going to be a seismic shift in terms of world world economies and, you know, blockchain, web-free, and crypto is something that we all, do, all need to be look, keeping our eyes out for. Um, just before I kind of dive deep into, you know, what you're doing in that space and how you're trying to connect the dots, you know, internationally, mm-hmm. Um yeah carlita cash is that is that your surname is that your nickname or
1: <laughs> that's my yeah. crypto name, crypto name. I
0: like that. I that's like my it. crypto nice, name it's got a nice ring to it it's got a nice ring to it carlita cash yeah alliteration <laughs> yes <laughs> okay um let's 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 keep this conversation flowing carlita so um so there was a, there was an interview that came out a while ago with Del Titus. So he's a pretty strong evangelist here in Ghana in terms of the web free space. And I mean, I saw an interview with him and Denta, um, who's quite a well-known personality here in Ghana. And they had a conversation about um, web free and crypto and the blockchains. And one interesting thing he said, Colita, uh, was that, um, he feels that africa or ghana per se is ready for you know the web3 the blockchain the crypto because you have the likes of google you know they, they had their they've got their headquarters in in accra um twitter was here but of course that's that's you know they've come and packed up their bags because of elon you know doing what he's doing and you know you've got other you know tech companies you know that have established themselves in ghana so there's a lot happening you know in the space and i think but just off the court, I mentioned Jack Dorsey. You know, comes to Ghana quite a bit, and you know, he he always he always finds himself in the, at the Africa Bitcoin Conference, which runs every early December for for a few days. Um, why do you feel Ghana or Africa per se is ready for for crypto, Bitcoin? I mean, sorry, Web three, blockchain. You know, all of all of these new
1: technologies, these emerging
0: technologies. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So that's a great question. Um, I think to be honest, I think Ghana and I think Africa on the whole almost doesn't have a choice but to get into this, this market to the industry. The market is so fresh. Mm. Uh, I like to tell people that we're still in the beta, um, series of uh, blockchain crypto. Um, there's only under 1% of the world who's even invested into cryptocurrency. So we're still in the early stages. And I believe that the market is amazing in, in Ghana. I believe that um, there's there are quite a few startups in Ghana. Um, it's still an up and emerging industry there where a lot of people are curious. I know last summer uh University of Ghana just started their blockchain, first blockchain course. So I know they're trying to integrate it. They're trying to get the youth the youth actually already are interested in it. There, Some people are trading. Some people are investing into cryptocurrency specifically. And um, I think it's just a great market. It, it's a place where people are starting to see that cryptocurrency and blockchain is, is allowing Africans, allowing Ghanaians to have an, an even playing field with the rest of the world now. When you look at Dubai, Dubai is the hub of crypto right now. Ghana can be like Dubai. You know, it's it's uh, there's very large possibility of that happening here. There's so many natural resources here, and so um, encompassing that with the industries that are already there is going to help the markets, going to help the different industries to grow and uh, and be powerful.
0: Yeah, um, there's a very interesting comment you made, Carlita. Um, yeah, I feel like where the economy is going, where the government's going. Um, where banks are moving as well. Banks are moving a lot more digital. I've noticed in Ghana as well, even the the phone companies as well. Um, I think, you know, some of these mobile money transfer platforms as well, you could see them kind of moving into crypto in the future. You yeah. could kind of see that transition there. Um, it's men- it's a quite interesting you mentioned, you know, you could see Ghana or per say, as, you know, being like another Dubai, because I think during the 2020, 2021 lockdown periods, um, what you found was people that weren't able to make money, you- through the usual means, they actually got their phones. They started downloading, you know, apps like Binance or what have you, or the equivalent in Mm -hmm. Ghana and Africa. And they were actually able to make money through, you know, buying, selling, trading crypto. Um, So yeah, I think, you know, the the interesting thing about Ghana and Africa is that a lot of people have smartphones and once you can get on the internet, you know, the rest is history. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm Exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So I mean, speaking of Ghana, I mean, you, you, of course, let's, let's talk about your your trip to Ghana, um, your recent trip to Ghana, actually. So we're now in February 2024, as we're recording this episode. Um, Tell us a bit about your trip to Ghana. um, And uh, if this was your first time and um, what you got up to during this particular trip.
1: Yes. uh, So it's been my fourth time to to Ghana. Um, I absolutely loved it. The other times, the first time I went, I stayed about two months. Um, And absolutely loved it. Uh, This trip, I got to say about five weeks. And um, it it was really nice. This trip, I got to actually explore a little more. Uh, I got to go to uh, Cape Coast. I got to visit the slave castles. Um, And this trip was very meaningful to me. Mm. Um, You know, the first time I came to Ghana, it was trying to explore Ghana. and, And first time actually in Africa. And so um, it was amazing opportunity. So the first time was, okay, let me kind of test out the waters and see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Get to enjoy Detti December and, <laughs> and, uh, the festivities, concerts. And so this trip was more of a business trip for me mm-hmm. and to kind of delve into the market a little more and to meet people and to network. I, d- I did a lot of networking, which was great. And, um, I got to visit the Jubilee House as well. I was really, really excited about that. And um, I really got to see the history and uh, visited Independence Square. So, And I realized there's there's so much opportunity in Ghana, especially when it comes to tourism. Um, I could see the, the door opening there, especially when it comes to North Americans. I see a lot of Americans coming to Ghana, but not as many Canadians. So I'm trying to, I'd love to kind of get more Canadians to see, like myself um the the beauty of the culture and the history and the people, and mm. so that's what I really got to do this time round and it was it was fantastic, it was amazing
0: absolutely fantastic um it sounds like quite an accomplished busy trip as well it sounds like you packed in a lot in five weeks you know networking business business touring travel enjoyment as well of course you can't come here without enjoyment you know so glad you got to pack Mm in as what you did um sounds like a a well you know you know a a well deserved and you know a a well you know, time used trip. Um, But yeah, I think you are right in terms of, you know, there's a lot of Americans coming. Of course, the British have been coming, you know, no pun intended for Mm -hmm. many years as well. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think Canadians, I think we're starting to see a lot more Canadians start to come as well. Um, But I think Mm -hmm. you do have quite, there are quite a number of Canadians around, you know, you've got like Ivy Prosper, you know, popular youtuber yeah. she's around you know she came on the show last season um mm-hmm. you've got living ghana you know ran by um frank mensah he's he's canadian and he runs you know that mm-hmm. um property company in, in ghana and, and 54 tours 54 gold tours i believe it's another canadian-based tour company in ghana so you do have quite yeah. a few canadians emerging and um you know i'm sure that's mm-hmm. just going to grow so yeah <laughs> i'm sure you're
1: so flying the exactly. flag from canada <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right <laughs> Yes. Amazing trip. Amazing trip. So, okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's keep this moving. Um, so, so talk, tell us through AFRI plus tech and tell us about, um, what, what the business does and, and your, and your role in it.
1: Yeah. So, um, I founded this business a couple of years ago, uh, when I, you know, got into cryptocurrency and blockchain and I was here in Canada and I thought, why not um, take this and expand it into Africa? So when I first came to Ghana, um, I wasn't really, I was just kind of checking out the market, seeing the different startups here, asking people what they thought about crypto when I first came. Um, and then I spent a week in Ghana, I went to Kenya, I went to Zambia, Zimbabwe, uh, Egypt and Ethiopia. And uh, just testing out the market. I actually did a a, a conference, mini conference in Kenya. And um, I saw a lot of people were interested in crypto. And so what AfroTech really does is just educates people on cryptocurrency. What is it? How they can get involved in it? How they can invest in it? Uh, We don't manage people's accounts. We just strictly do uh, education. And um, we help people understand and safeguard their crypto. Uh, You know, there's so many scams out out there. And so um, we just help people safeguard their cryptocurrency um, and then learn how to invest into it and where to invest into it, what type of cryptocurrencies they should invest in, or, you know, most likely they can invest in. Mm. Um, And just, just the education part of it is really important. So we pretty much do... Beginners, intermediate and uh, advanced teaching. And so people can kind of take it step by step, learning mm-hmm. the very basics of cryptocurrency and blockchain and how to uh, encompass it and include it in their day to day, their lives. So mm. yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, um, and we also do conferences as well. So starting in August of this year, we're going to be doing a conference in, in Accra, Ghana. Uh, and then moving to um Gambia, Uganda, Nigeria as well. So we're gonna be doing conferences and, and more so moving into the the bigger conferences around Africa. So um so everybody can stay tuned to that. We're gonna be giving some updates and whatnot.
0: <laughs> no, that's brilliant, um Carly, It's really good to hear. Um so it really sounds like you're really passionate about, you know, evangelizing, you know, crypto, you know, to Africa. Um, what is it about Africa that appeals to you, you know, the most rather than other continents that you could have, you know, gone ahead and done what you're doing, even in Canada, North America, what is it about Africa per se that really appeals to you?
1: Yeah. So my whole life I've always been very Afrocentric. Mm. Um, I, I consider myself a pan African, um, individual, uh, you know, I have no direct ties to Africa, but because I am a black woman. I know my roots are in Africa. I don't know where yet. Really? I, you know, still need to do that. Um, but I, I know it's really <laughs> important to me <laughs> to see my people, I, you know, as, a, as a whole, um, develop and grow and, and get into the markets. And, and I know we've suffered a lot all over the world. Being a, an African diaspora individual, um, we've suffered all over the world. And so I said, you know what? I need to take this to Africa to make a difference, and right. for us to build build wealth. You know, we have so many natural resources that um, we've been uh, countries have been taken advantage of um, on a large scale, and continue to do so to this day. When um, we look at places like Congo and and Sudan and, and whatnot, and so I said, you know what? Why not give people something that they can. Um, look forward to, you know, to help their lives and their future and their children and children's children. And so I said, you know what, I have to have to do this. And my whole goal is essentially to move to Africa mm. and to um, to start a, a new life there and to grow and expand the business and to really nurture and, and help um, the different communities there and to give back essentially to the places where this is where my ancestors are from you know, Mm. the continent. And so um, it's just my duty as a black (laughs) woman, a black individual to to go back to where essentially I'm from. Mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely hear hear where you're coming from. I mean, I'm sure you're aware in 2019, the government of Ghana ran the the year return campaign. I'm not sure if you came to Ghana during that period, but I think that was pretty much Mm. the start of, you know, huge migration and, you know, tourism from, you know, places like the States, you know, and other countries around the world for people to come and see, you know, what Ghana, you know, has to often, of course, come come home, essentially. And uh, I guess it's great to hear that more people such as yourself are looking to take that step and not only looking to take that step, but also to bring, you know, skill sets and knowledge that the continent needs effectively mm-hmm. you know so you know we do need more people like del titus you know and i'm glad to hear that you you've kind of joined that kind of mission alongside people like him to kind of spread you know web free blockchain crypto you know the new emerging technologies that we're going to need to move into very very soon you know as we are going to mm-hmm. see a shift in the economy very soon I-, I do very believe so um okay this is very interesting Okay, and then, in terms of kind of giving back, you mentioned giving back as well, um of course, you know what you do is a consultancy is a business, you're making money um but what does what does giving back also look look like for you in terms of Africa as you know this is you know a continent where we do need to you know help a lot of you know communities that don't have as much. What does that look like for you?
1: yeah, so uh, that's a great question. I actually work with a foundation called the Ado Foundation. Um, and where they, they give back to the communities, they're giving jobs, employment um, to especially women and children. And so in different various communities in Ghana and, you know, exploring other countries as well. And so um, I work with them and, and try to educate them as well and uh, on the markets and how they as women, especially can get into the, the market. It's, it's not just essentially these traditional roles that women can play, but they can also get into technology and um, education as well. And so uh, I love to work with different um, foundations and charity and, and things like that. I think it's really important because it's not just about taking and what I can get mm-hmm. from the continent, from the country, but giving back essentially and uh, allowing people to see that they can, they can do more than what is set out for them in a script, you know, Um, and breaking those boundaries as well is really important.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. I I do like, I do like what you said there. I mean, I think there was one individual who said the other day, um, don't go to Africa or Ghana necessarily just to, just, just to see what you can get, but go there to see what you can give, what you can learn you know, mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. of course there's a different world here, different culture. And, um, I think the moment they realise that you're there just to take what you can take, um, you do see a different attitude, but once they see that, you know, you're not there just to take, but you're there to give and you're there to kind of fit in with them and then to adapt, then you do see, you know, you know, the warm loving side that you get from Ghanaians and maybe other Africans across, across the, the continent. Okay, Carlita, Um, I'm enjoying this conversation so far. Let's keep this conversation going. So um, the word crypto is is, is always mentioned alongside the blockchain and the web three. Do you want to kind of quickly break down the differences for those that don't understand?
1: Absolutely. So um, what cryptocurrency is, is it's essentially digital money. And the way I like to break it down is uh, we started off with bartering. So, for example, you had wheat, I had goats, we'd exchange one for the other uh, and then we went into um, the gold rush. Then we had metal coins. Then we have paper money, debit card, credit cards. Uh, a lot of people use Apple Pay now. And now we just have the natural progression of money into cryptocurrency. So what crypto- cryptocurrency is too, it's a decentralized uh, digital money. And so there, there's no governance over it. There's nobody that owns cryptocurrency um, you know, it, we, then you have the blockchain technology that um, allows cryptocurrency to run. So we have different markets, we have different networks uh, that crypto runs on. Just a series of computers. So me sending you Bitcoin or you sending me Bitcoin runs on a network. And then essentially we have Web three. So Web three just essentially mean it's just the new progression of the internet. So. Before we used to use what well, we still use. Um, I don't like to, to age myself, but I tell people. <laughs> um, I don't remember, know if you remember something called Ask Jeeves. Oh, yeah. And so it was. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we used to use Ask Jeeves. Now we use uh, Google. Right. And uh, and so Web3 is just the, the natural progression of, of uh, the internet, the World Wide Web. Um, and then Web3 is just essentially decentralization, the blockchain technologies um, that we can utilize. Uh, I like to also talk about NFTs, non-fungible tokens, um, where artists and musicians can have ownership of their own artwork and music um, and less governance over all of these things and, and people having their own um capabilities and 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 um you know control of their of their stuff essentially and so that's kind of how I like to break quickly break down uh, the difference between those three things.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. That was a very good um explanation. Thank you for sharing. Um thank you for sharing. And NFT is another interesting one. And there was a phase, mm-hmm. I think maybe in 2022, 2021 where NFTs were really, really hot. But now it seems mm-hmm. like, the, you know, it's mm-hmm. died down a little bit. So, you know, I feel like NFTs, there's still a case for it. Um, yeah. you know, and I really feel like, yeah. you know, somewhere like Africa, Ghana, where there's lots of like art and culture and music, you know, I feel like mm-hmm. there could be, you know, a lot of use cases for NFTs in the near future. And hopefully we can actually see all of that. Um, there's a lot of web 3 based startups that are emerging as well. Um, there's one I particularly mm-hmm. spoke to called Aya. Um Eric Nana Eric Annan's the the founder of that one as well. And you know, they want to use basically what they want to do essentially is um um raise up web free talents, you know, across Africa mm-hmm. and you know export their skills, you know, across the world. So, you know, maybe that's kind of like product managers, data analysts, um, developers, coders and web free, etc. Um, are you looking to maybe collaborate with any startups in Africa and you know, how do you see maybe startups kind of taking advantage of, of this kind of technology?
1: Yes, that's, that's a great question. Um, I absolutely would love to do that. And so um, part of the conference that I'm doing with AfriTech, what we're essentially doing is we're wanting to come into the different countries, different cities and showcase a lot of these startups. So, uh, I will be definitely reaching out to a lot of um, the different startups in my next trip to Ghana and um, getting them to come out to these conferences that we're doing uh, and showcase what they're doing and essentially bring in, you know, investors, foreign investors, local investors to help them grow and to, to showcase um, what they have to offer to Accra, to Ghana, to Africa. And so. Mm-hmm. it's really really I'm I'm glad to hear that I know on my first trip actually to Ghana I saw that they had some uh, Bitcoin ATMs too um, in Accra uh, I believe there was two or three at the time um, and so I, I was really excited to see that so there there are a lot of emerging startup businesses and companies so it's great to hear and great to see and I would love to to work with a lot of them and and to showcase and to grow and to to uh, collaborate especially,
0: brilliant, brilliant, yeah, um, it's all exciting. Could be an exciting year twenty twenty four in terms of uh, cryptocurrency. Um, mm-hmm. now we have talked a lot about decentralized currency, Carlita. Um, one thing we haven't really touched upon is centralized currency. Um. I did an episode on one of our, so we have a couple of series called Bites and FinTech Fridays. And one of the episodes I did a while ago was talking about the digital city. So there mm-hmm. are talks of the, the Bank of Ghana working on the digital city. Um, how concerned should Ghanaians be and should they still go ahead and invest in cryptocurrency?
1: Yeah, so I, I believe that um, Ghanaians, I, I know as a whole, a lot of people are very, uh, skeptical about cryptocurrency something that not a lot of people um, are well acknowledged uh, on. Uh, they don't have, a, they might not have a lot of knowledge on it. And so what they hear, um, you know, specifically in the news, the media, it's, you know, they, they, there's a lot of fear about it just because there's not a lot of education. And so when they do hear something, it's something negative. And so that's why I believe the education portion of it is really important It's something that um, when you are educated on and you understand the whole gist of cryptocurrency and the whole idea of decentralization, um, it's something that's actually very valuable and helpful for individuals, for people. Um, I know the banks are going to, as we've seen, they're starting to get into that digital age and so you know, I don't like to talk negatively about the banks and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be careful, but um yeah <laughs> but yeah the, you you still you're gonna be seeing a lot of countries and and we have seen them already look at the u s when you um uh, Americans are starting to have their own digital um currencies, right They're still centralized with their digital currencies, and so um you have to really look into that and say, okay, so if there's something negative about, negative about cryptocurrencies, why do we have these centralized organizations, um, creating digital, uh, money essentially, right? So you have to see that there's something going on here. There's something that's very progressive. And so, um, we're going to start to see more of that, uh, more of the banks kind of collectively thinking, okay, let's get on board with the, A lot of these, especially when you look at Binance. So, for example, if you go on the centralized, because essentially it is a centralized, um, platform or exchange where you buy cryptocurrency, you're able to buy, purchase cryptocurrency using your fiat money. And then, um, when you want to cash out, you're going to, it's connected to the bank. And so there's always this, um, collaborative or, uh, merging. Um, portion to all of this, right? And so you, you, we are going to start to see a lot more of that in Ghana, I believe. Um, the banks and different organizations are going to get on board, um, with whether it's crypto, digital money, whether it's their own or, or whatnot that they're creating. We are starting to see that. So I think this is a really good opportunity for Ghanaians to get on board with it, um, before it gets too expensive (laughs) to buy. For example, Bitcoin, and so um, yeah, I think these are just uh, little examples of of um, you know uh, progression in our in the society and the communities um, on what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, Yeah. brilliant. Yeah, Um, it's quite interesting because um, I think banks, you know, you know, usually in the early stages, they're quite you know open to crypto. Um, but for example, in the UK, you know, when you do want to kind of cash out um, your, your crypto, some banks are against it. So some banks would try and maybe get your account to get shut down or things like that. Um, so it can be quite tight in some areas, you know, especially if you're mm-hmm. making money on crypto. Um, yeah. But I suppose because it's an emerging area in Africa in the beginning, you know, this should be that kind of renaissance period where you know there's going to be a lot of you know upsides and you know a lot a lot to be gained you know but you know where Mm -hmm. i see things going is eventually you know the banks being a centralized you know type of um operation, you know, they might be against the decentralized because it's working against them mm-hmm. because it's yeah. essentially competition. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, everyone needs to take advantage of what cryptocurrency can give them for now. And then maybe in the future, I think things may get more tightened and more influenced by the government. Um, so it might yes. be a bit more trickier, but I feel like, you know, the time is now to really capitalize on it. So, you know, I do mm-hmm. appreciate people like yourselves, Kalita, you know, coming and, you know, doing what you're doing, you know, to help Africa get involved, you know, in crypto, you know, especially as mm-hmm. it's still emerging. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, What would you say, of course, you mentioned the conference, you mentioned you're, com- you're coming down, you know, for some events. What would you say other than our 2024 plans for yourself and Afri plus tech?
1: Um, so the, the moving to Ghana, that's essentially, okay. um, uh, the, the biggest, the biggest move. So Afrotech will fully um, be in, in Ghana, uh, as of, uh, later 2024, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to be a lot of, um, conferences, a lot of sessions, educational sessions, Uh, and as well as uh, women tech conferences as well. We're going to start to do some more of those and um, community-based reach-outs and and charity work as as well. So it's going to be really exciting uh, and merging into the African market. Yeah, Beautiful, beautiful. A lot.
0: Um, This is quite an interesting question because I want to ask because I think a lot of people... You know, recently, you know, they are moving to Ghana and they are, you know, you know, seeing, you know, you know, seeing the upsides and, you know, they are con- making contributions to the, to the country, to the, to the city across. What would you say are that some of the, the challenges that you've seen on some of the trips in terms of maybe doing business and doing, you know, um, impact type, you know, um, contributions in, in the country?
1: I would definitely say, uh, the mindset. So, Mm. um, I, I do. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I travel quite a bit. I've always traveled as a, as a baby with my parents, family, um, up till now. So I've traveled all over the world. And one thing that I, I always have to do is when I'm leaving Canada and I'm going somewhere else, uh, whether it may be Africa, South America, Caribbean, Europe, Um, I have to remember to change my mindset as soon as I leave. I, because here we're very fast, very fast paced. Whether it's the way we talk, move, everything is is quick. And so um, we want something as fast as a New York minute done. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I leave here, I have to remember that the, the pace of things are different everywhere I go. And so I have to kind of take a step back. Especially when I go to Ghana, and think okay, you know, things are might not be as fast, or, or because there is things work in a different way, and essentially everywhere you go, and so, um, and you have to have in mind too that there's different cultures, so you have to be respectful, understanding, um, and and realize that things work in a different way everywhere you go, specific specifically in Ghana, and so. Um, that's one thing that couldn't be a challenge at first, but then I remember, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I have to kind of go with what is happening there and go with the flow, essentially. And mm. um, and I find to for me, I, I the way that I've progressed in life, specifically when it comes to networking, is is usually saying yes. Whether it's uh, meeting somebody last minute or networking or having a meeting or um, showing up to an event. Uh, There might be, you know, last minute uh, things that somebody will say, hey, do you want to do an interview or do you want to come to this conference? Um, So, for example, when I came to Ghana this last trip here, Mm -hmm. the day that I arrived, somebody asked me to come to a conference. So I arrived at my hotel. I dropped my stuff. I had a shower, changed. I said, yes, I'm going to be there. And uh, wow. if I didn't go, I wouldn't have been able to network. I was exhausted after 21 hours in transit. Wow. So <laughs> so long, so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was long. And and I said, you know what? Let me go because I, I never know who I'm going to meet there, uh, who I'll network with, um, might get Different business opportunities, so I'm glad I went and um, I met a lot of people and, and was able to network and to um, build relationships. That's another important thing too: is building not just networking with people, but building a relationship with with people and their organizations and supporting other people as well. So, mm-hmm. all very different
0: yeah amazing amazing. and uh you know you just never underestimate the power of networking especially in places like ghana because it is a small place as much as you may think it's a big place and you know um having contacts in different areas for different things is so key here honestly like you need a plan a b c d e f g you know the whole alphabet um because things can go you know left when you least you know when you when you least expect it so um Mm -hmm. I think you having the mindset that you have, especially having talked about the mindsets that some Ghanaians have, um, I think it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've got no doubt you're going to succeed in what you're doing in Ghana and across Africa.
1: Thank you. Carlita, thank you you for
0: coming on the show. Um, Is there any final announcements you want to make and where can everyone connect with, with you?
1: Yes. Uh, so I, I, usually like to say, uh, Instagram is a great place to, to connect with me, uh, at cash Carlita and, um, uh, as well, we have, we're just doing maintenance on our website, but we'll be having that up soon. I'll be making some announcements on Instagram and, uh, and that would be, yeah, just send a DM. That would be great to, to connect with people on, on different, uh, topics and whatnot and what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd love to to help and and to network with people as well on there.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Well, we'll have you know the Instagram and maybe if maybe the website if that's ready on time, in the description below. If you're watching on YouTube, we'll have that in the description below. If you're listening on the podcast, place Apple Podcast, Spotify, check the description below or wherever you get your podcast, and make sure you leave us a five star review. Um, thank you, Okalita, for enlightening us with web free blockchain crypto. Currency, especially um you. what's your favorite cryptocurrency before we before you go because it's not just bit. Ooh. it's not just about <laughs> bit- bitcoin i think some people i mean yeah. for me when i first learned about cryptocurrency i always thought bitcoin was synonymous to cryptocurrency but that's not the case you've got bitcoin and then you have altcoins and then maybe some other stuff and you've got maybe like stable coins so What's your, what's your what's your favorite coin? Because that's a whole conversation.
1: Ooh, that, that's a hard one. Uh, I love XRP, Solana. Mm. Um, another one, one of my favorite. It's an oldie but a goodie. Omi, Omi. Ecomi. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. That's a, a very heavily connected to NFTs. I still have belief in in Omi <laughs> that it's gonna hit the moon one day. <laughs> Absolutely. I
0: mean, that's what they said about XRP yeah. and some other ones. Um, no, no, yeah. actually not XRP. It was. It, I, I'm trying to remember the I'm trying to remember the coin with Dogecoin. That's it. Dogecoin to the moon. Oh, Do you remember when Elon Musk yeah. would come <laughs> and hype it up. And then, yeah, Dogecoin to the yeah. moon. And then there was one guy that bought a million right. dollars in Dogecoin, and then he lost it. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is how not to invest. So I suppose you need to reach out to people like Carlita to show you how to, you know, um, operate or how to navigate cryptocurrency. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's yeah. an interesting it's an interesting place. But yeah, XRP. Hopefully, if they win the case, you know yeah shoot up
1: i've enjoyed this (laughs) yes (laughs) me too and thank you so much thank you i appreciate you having me it's it's an amazing podcast and yeah been an amazing amazing conversation
0: no problem at all if if we if we're both down in across some time then we'll do a good definitely get an in-person one done because that's what i'm doing right now i'm shooting season six a whole lot of in-person conversations so hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll get it done next time yeah
1: yeah absolutely
0: Brilliant. All right, guys. So until next time, thank you for joining the A Conversation With series on the Sound of Crowd podcast.